what it is. Um, what's up, Stu? What the fuck, Jim Talk? I'm driving and I'm going to rant on something um, as you're probably expecting. So uh, what I want to talk about today is I put up a video or Flex put up a video um, that we shot maybe a few weeks ago of me answering a question in my office. Chris posed it to me of, hey man, is the market too saturated? If I'm looking to open a new gym or I want to open a second location or if I currently have a gym that's open, do you, you know is the market too saturated? Is that a fair statement to say? A lot of people are kind of throwing that up there. Um, I don't think the market is too saturated, right? I think the swing of supply versus demand is most certainly in our favor. I don't care where you are. You could be in the high density of, you know, California, you know, or areas in California have like a CrossFit gym every like 10 blocks. You can be in, you know, some other areas where like, man, there's 17 CrossFit gyms in a five, you know, square mile radius. I still don't think there is a supply and demand issue or saturation issue. I definitely, I know it's a fact, right? I believe it's currently 33% of Americans walking around are clinically obese, one in three. So yeah, there's plenty of fat people to go around. As long as McDonald's is still churning burgers and fries and, and sodas, we're gonna be fine. Here what I, here's what I do think there is an oversaturation in. Gyms that are not differentiating themselves from the rest of the market. So when I go ahead and I look at CrossFit gyms, CrossFit X, right, or X CrossFit, I do think there's a saturation of CrossFit branded gyms. And again, I am a CrossFit affiliate. I pay my 3K like anybody else. I've branded away from that. A lot of you guys know this. Now, does that mean I think that you have to brand away to differentiate yourself? No. However, if I am a consumer and I pump into the Google machine, you know, fitness, gyms, whatever, whatever I'm searching, and those 15 CrossFit affiliates in a five-mile, 10-mile radius pop up, what stands out? What makes one different from the other? And again, I talk about kind of these, the, you know, the, the CCP that everyone gives me. My coaching, my community, my programming. And that's generally the answer I get as to why you stand out. And then, I, you know, I, I've got to knock someone down a peg or two and say, that's awesome. I'm sure those things are great, but that doesn't differentiate you or make you stand out to a prospect, someone who's never been inside your doors, right? So I'm talking about people seeing you on the Google map, people seeing you pop up in a Facebook search, what makes you unique, right? Essentially, it's going to be your, your, your name and the story you're telling on social media or your website or whatever it may be. So in that factor, I think that the saturation issue is with unoriginal gyms. That's what I think it is. I, and again, I've ranted on this stuff before. The majority of us are doing what the other guys are doing. It is an unoriginal, just uh, incestual reproduction of the other gym down the street. And when I say incestual, I mean most gyms were created from other CrossFit gyms. CrossFit ABC you know, lost a client or a coach who then went ahead and opened up CrossFit XYZ. And then it happened again and again and again. And now everyone is just this ancestral, fucked up, you know, um, 
fucking Goonies, sloth-looking motherfucker version of a gym that, you know, looks like a human being, talks like a human being, but isn't quite a human being. Like, he looks like the CrossFit gym down the street, acts like the CrossFit gym uptown, and, you know, and resembles the CrossFit gym down the street. But it's not the CrossFit gym down the street or uptown. It's, it's a different version of it. I hope that made sense. I really kind of fucked that up. But you guys get what I'm saying. What are you doing to make yourself look unique, right? Like, so if I were to go ahead and point one out and there's an individual that I'm fucking hoping to get on the podcast and I think we've got it scheduled for March, um, Mike Jones, he is the CEO and founder of, I believe, four CrossFit gyms in the uh, Minneapolis area. And then he also founded Alchemy. Alchemy is a micro gym model that is non-CrossFit, that looks a lot like CrossFit, kinda, um, it looks like what would happen if Lululemon created CrossFit, essentially, is what that looks like. It's, it's phenomenal. I'm, I'm obsessed with his branding. But anyway, I look, at, I look at that. I look at Alchemy. I'm like, that's pretty unique. I look at Orange Theory Fitness. That is unique um, in the CrossFit gym space. So if again, if there's 15 CrossFit affiliates and one Orange Theory pops up, guess who's going to win on the Google search, on the initial informal inception point? Orange Theory. Just out of being different, just like OPEX, right? I, I, that differentiator die I constantly steal from my boy Jim Crowell over at OPEX. Those that stand out and look different win. Have you ever heard of peacocking? If it, there's a really good book. It's called The Game. It's, I believe it's called The Game, The you know Underground Secret Life of Pickup Artist. It was a book I read back in, um, in high school or maybe it was college when I was trying to get laid a lot um, and I was failing miserably. And it was a book that talked about peacocking is where a guy would go into a bar and he would wear something obnoxious, just like something loud that would make him stand out from the rest of the dudes in the bar. And he'd be the one, you know, going home and getting his at the end of the night, right? He differentiated himself. So do I think there's a saturation of, of, of micro gyms in the market? Fuck no. There's not enough of us, right? There's no shortage of clients. There is a shortage of quality training facilities, all right. Now I'm not going to I'm not I cannot speak to the quality of any of your facilities, right? What I can speak to of what I can speak on is the fact that if I go ahead and I look in your area and you raise your hand, and you say, "Stu, I'm a gym that needs help." And I ask you, "What's special about you?" You go to CCP, Community Coaching and Programming. And and that that that's it. And that's literally where it where it ends. And again, this doesn't mean that if you change your name and you change the color and you change the logo, you're now different on the, uh, from a visual, from a first inception, a Google point, you are. You do sound and look different. Now, what happens on the inside? Have you flipped the script? Have you done a complete 180? Urban movement right now is, again, that ancestral version of what I had at CrossFit South End. I am on an 18 to 24 month plan to completely change the inside. I've done, I've done a good portion of it. We're doing, you know, we're, we're changing it slow and steady and the changes that we're putting in, we test them and then we pull them out and we have, you know, from different equipment to the way the classes run to what we call the classes to the breakdowns to how it looks and feel, you know, again, I am fucking with, again, the entire changing the, you know, what happens on the inside. Now, not only does it look different, so I get a good inflow of people who saw CrossFit this, CrossFit that, CrossFit this, and then they come in because urban movement, it just sounds different. I'm going to check that out. Or I heard something about CrossFit that I didn't like, so, but I've never heard anything bad about urban movement. You know, no one can fuck up urban movement but me. Um, but unfortunately, if I'm CrossFit South, then one of you guys could fuck it up for me. 
That is what I'm talking about. So again, sum this up. This podcast is going on too long. No, there is not a saturation problem. Yes, there is a saturation problem of gyms that are not differentiating themselves, that are just incestual repeats of the other gyms in town. Take that, think on it, sleep on it. Let me know your thoughts. Have a good day, guys.